Amen. Good morning. Our scripture today is John 6, 25 through 35. Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Let us pray. Open wide the window of our spirits, O Lord, and fill us full of light. Open wide the door of our hearts, then may we receive and entertain thee with all our power of adoration and love. Amen. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? And Jesus answered them, Very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. And then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? And Jesus said to him, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. And then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven, for the bread of heaven is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And they said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life, and whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So, four days, Thanksgiving. You ready? So we know that Thanksgiving began, the first one in 1621, and did you know that it began as three days of feasting and celebration? I don't know about you, but after I've had one Thanksgiving meal, I feel like I've eaten three days in a row. I can't imagine doing that for three days, but that's how that celebration began. And so we talk today about hunger, which seems a little odd coming upon Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving is a time in which we can think about our hunger, our lack of. So last February, Dave and I joined the weight loss management program through the Methodist Hospital. And they told us that after probably about the first week in phase one, we wouldn't be hungry. I'm like, yeah, right. And they said, no, no, it's, it's perfectly designed and everything you need you will have and you'll eat at eight, four, uh, eight noon, four, and eight. Uh, every four hours and you will not be hungry. Well, sure enough, Dave and I found out we were not hungry. That was pretty nice. But we spent three months going to classes every week for them to prepare us for phase two which they told us every week, you will be hungry in phase two. All of your hunger will come back, so be prepared. So they taught us skills of what to do when we're hungry, how not to eat, what to eat, how to be healthy, exercise, all those things. But not yet, don't do it yet, just get ready. And still, 
Phase two comes along, and with all of that preparation work, still hunger. I want to eat everything in the kitchen that I could see those first few weeks. Thankfully, they were preparing us. And when we look at this scripture, these verses 25 to 27, we hear a word to us about hunger and about being fulfilled. So this scripture comes, well, let's see, just before this scripture, in John, there's this story that, that's a very familiar story to us. It's the story about the miracle of those being fed on the hillside with many, many, many people who were hungry. They'd been there all day and they were fed. Jesus fed them from the meal of a little boy. So five loaves, two fish. Yeah, is that backwards? No. Just a little bit of food, but the people weren't hungry any longer. They had much, much, much food. Much food. And they even had baskets of food left over. And the disciples had witnessed this miracle where people who were hungry were now fed. It was amazing. It was an amazing thing to see. And then just after that, the next story is another very familiar miracle story that we read about the time in which there was this ferocious storm. Now, after the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000 plus, Jesus went away. Now, the disciples were used to this. In fact, people were pushing in on him, on Jesus, so much that he uh, some, some translations say fled because of the people. I mean, this, this miracle worker, just think, if he became our king, today is Christ the King Sunday, but they had a different kind of king in mind. If he became king, we would never be hungry again. I mean, he would, we'd have a buffet from morning to night. He went away to rest, to pray. And so the disciples were then alone. They knew that Jesus would show back up at the right time. And so they were alone on the boat. And the second story comes into play. And in this story, Jesus does what? Walks on water. Walks on water. It's an amazing miracle. It's in all three of the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke. However, in John, John doesn't talk about Peter walking on the water. He just is focusing upon the miracle of Jesus Christ walking on the water. A different kind of miracle. So these disciples have seen these two miracles. And then in verse 26, the scriptures say, very truly I tell you, you are looking for me because they have now seen Jesus walking toward them on the water. You were looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Jesus was saying to them that because their tummies were full and they saw this miracle, they 
Let's go find Jesus again. Let's see what miracle Jesus can do for us again. How can he fill us up again with the bread? Or perhaps we need more healings. Let's go find Jesus and ask for more healings, more bread, more miracles in our lives. And Jesus is very clear about why they are looking for him. And he's talking to them about there's a food that perishes, but there's a different kind of food that endures for life. He's telling them to seek Jesus Christ, to seek him, not because of the needs or the wants or the desires that we have, but because of Jesus himself, that, we, that they missed what the signs were all about. They were looking for something besides their spiritual nourishment, the food that perishes instead of the food that gives us eternal life. I want to show you a little video clip about this um, questions that we have about miracles that we see or we don't see. I mean, just think about how it would be if we could understand that life is not a ticket to heaven, that it is instead something that gives us abundant life here and now, no matter what our circumstances might be. Or what would it feel like to know that in the middle of a crisis when our life is falling apart, falling apart, in the middle of disappointments and challenges and griefs, that in the middle of all of that, we can find peace. What would that be like? That we can truly understand today with all of the chaos and injustice in the world, what would it be like to know that Jesus is the bread of life and gives us spiritual nourishment? Will it change our perspective? Let's see this video clip. From the field of dreams. Ray? Honey, um, Mom and everybody's leaving now. Okay. Well, it was, uh, you know... Thanks for coming. Ray, think about what I said. You know, I'm just trying to help. I know. So I thought you two were going to watch some game. Because <laughs> it's not really a game. It's more like a practice. See, there's only eight of them, so they can't play a real game. Eight of what? Them. Who them? Them, them. Well, you don't see him? Karen, honey, uh, what are you watching? The baseball man. Baseball? Do you see the baseball man right now? Of course I do. But you, you really don't see him? I don't think it's very polite to try to make other people feel stupid. Mom, wh wait a minute. 
Mom, wait a minute. Dee, Dee, wait. You don't see these people? It's not funny, Annie. <laughs> they couldn't see it. This is really interesting. This clip from Field of Dreams helps us think about they couldn't see it. We often cannot see it. The miracles right in front of us we often cannot see. Our eyes are glazed over. We're looking for something different than what Christ has given to us, right in front of us. A laugh, when, she, when they said, that's not funny, the first thing she did was laugh, laughing out loud. Or as my, my, my mother-in-law signs her notes, emails, whatever, um, um, LOL, but she writes it out as lots of love. She said, that used to be what LOL was, and you signed all your letters LOL, it was lots of love. And she said, now people get that confused, so she makes sure she spells it out, lots of love, LOL. And I say they're the same thing, the joy of God, lots of love, laughing out loud. But they laughed with joy because of what they could see and maybe a little hysteria about what others could not see. In verse 28 it says, then they said to him, what must we do to perform the works of God? You know, we ask that question, what do we need to do? What is it, Lord, that we're supposed to be about so that we can see your miracles and experience you in that way? But Jesus said in 29, this is the work of God that you believe in him who he has sent. Really? That's it? That's how we have the works of God, is believing? You know, we make it so, so very difficult, but that's what Jesus Christ asked us to do, to believe. What do we believe about Jesus Christ? What is it that we believe Christ does for us in our lives? What do we believe about who we are to receive the bread of life? It's a big question. It's not an easy question. We struggle with it. These disciples said, as we often say, well, what sign are you gonna give us so that we may see it and believe it? You know, we're constantly looking for the signs in our life so we can have that reassurance once again, that Jesus Christ is Jesus Christ. We're always looking for the signs, and they're there. But even more importantly are the miracles that are there. That Jesus says to the disciples, uh, when they're talking about eating the manna in the wilderness, you know, we, they had the miracle of the, of the manna in the wilderness, but Jesus Christ says, oh, but that miracle did not come from Moses. It came from your creator. And your creator is the one that provides for you. And Jesus said, very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the heaven, the bread from heaven, but it was the Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. The bread of God which comes down from heaven gives life 
to the world. Jesus Christ came to give us life. Not just life eternal, but life abundant, living here and now. Now we don't become a child of God at baptism. What we do is we celebrate the fact that we are a child of God from our birth, through our death, and so on and so forth. Forever and ever we have this gift, the bread of life, giving to us our spiritual journey. And what do we do with it? What steps do we take to experience this? So, of course, the disciples ask, as we too ask, may we have this bread? We'd like this bread to fill us up, to keep our tummies full. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. What powerful news is that for us? to know that Jesus Christ is always in our life, that Jesus Christ is the bread of life, that we have all of the nourishment that we need and more, that as we go through life and we try to figure out the chaos and the injustice, we stumble around trying to make sense of it all, and then we hear these wonderful words of Scripture, these words of promise to give us hope that Jesus Christ is the bread of life and that we will not hunger, that we are transformed, that instead of tearing down, that we are to lift one another up. And the only way we can do any of that is through the power of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit guiding us, teaching us, helping us with all of those steps every day. So we remember the hunger, but more importantly, we remember the satisfaction of being full. Jesus Christ fills us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.